Hey, teacher friends, this is Angie in the Rockin' This Teacher Thing podcast show, the podcast for early primary teachers that rock their classrooms every day. Today is the third episode about stations. Today, we're talking about student behavior during stations. It can make or break station time, can't it? Because during station time, you want to be busy with your small group, not refereeing and being judge and jury to the other little bodies around your classroom. Today, we'll talk about your students setting up and cleaning up, how you can get them to rotate independently without even a voice, a whisper from you, noise level issues, and the all-important getting along with your partner and what to do if you can't. I hope you like today's episode. It's a replay from the YouTube video, Teachers Making the Basics Fun. I'll see you on the other side. All right, let's start rocking today's episode. Here we go. I know what it's like to be in the middle of a small group instruction during station time and having literally 10 little bodies come over and interrupt that time. How do you make them independent? Will it work? (sighs) I'm here to say, yeah, it'll work. I have some tips and tricks for you to teach your students how to be independent during that station time so you can do the important work of small group instruction because it's so important. Are you ready? Here we go. Hi, my name's Angie, and I was in education for 25 years, and I loved doing stations with my kindergarten and first grade students, but it wasn't always like that. There were times when I first started stations that I didn't really know what I was doing, that I would start my small group instruction, and I would have 49,000 interruptions from the kids that were supposed to be independent but they weren't. And the reason they weren't independent is because I didn't do a good job of teaching them how to be independent. I rushed them into the process way too fast. So today you're going to get some tips and tricks to help you to make your students independent during that time. The first tip is how to get your students to do the setup and the cleanup by themselves. If you caught the video on the materials you need for station time, one of the materials is the the stacking shelves, the, the shelves that you can move around your classroom, right? That is an essential part because those I labeled with numbers and then I put a corresponding number on the ceiling of my classroom. I showed my students I look at the chart. I'm in rotation number one. I'm at station seven. I go over to the shelving unit. I get out shelving number seven and I take it and I go underneath the seven in the classroom. You show them how to do that. You model it for them. You have them demonstrate that they can do it. And one tip is that I would have the students that were in um, the first position on my pocket chart do the cleanup. 
are the setup. And then the ones in the second position would do the cleanup. So they all got a chance to do some job, either the setup or the cleanup. Then they weren't arguing, well, I said, nope. The, the first person gets to do the setup. The last person gets to do the cleanup. And then tomorrow I would just switch them around. They could do it opposite. So that's a little pro tip. Getting your students independent with the rotation is essential. Let's pop over and look at the pocket chart that I had that my students would reference so they knew what station to go to. Are you ready? Let's go over and look. Okay, if you saw the video on the materials, you've seen this picture before because my best way to keep everything organized and have my students see where they needed to go was with a pocket chart. And you can see it's rotation one, rotation two, rotation three. I organized it by color. So I would say things like go to your blue rotation, go to your yellow rotation, go to your white rotation. Something that was a visual that they could go over and go, okay, I'm in this row, second rotation. Oh, that's yellow. Oh, okay. I need to be at station number seven. Okay. I need to be at station number eight. And then they would know where to go in the classroom to get that. If it's rotation number one, they know they have to get the materials out. I've trained them how to do that. If it's rotation number two, usually those materials are already there. They just need to rotate to that position. And thirdly, the third rotation, they go there. It should be there. But part of what they need to do is when I say clean up or the song comes on and we'll talk about that. They need to know how to clean it up nicely, make sure it's in the little tote nicely. And the person in the second position goes over and puts it back into the shelving unit. That's their responsibility. So as you train them how to do that, it's a matter of modeling it. It's a matter of giving them positive reinforcement. It's a matter of reteaching it. And in the middle of it, you're going to get a little frustrated. You're going to think, they'll never get this. This is, this is crazy. I'm, I'm just going to have to do this. But they can. They can totally do it. So now your students know how to rotate and what station to go to. They know how to reference this. And they know how to get set up. And they know how to get cleaned up. Those are biggies. Now, here's a big one the noise level during station time. Because of all the activity going on around your room, sometimes the noise level can get a little bit loud. And for me, that was okay. As long as I could interact with my students that were right here with me during small groups, I was okay with a little commotion going on around the room. Some kids would be on their iPads. I want to hear that they're on the right app. Some kids um, are listening to a book on tape or CD or whatever. I want to hear where they're at in that book. Are they getting towards the end? Has it started? Are they following along? I can look over there and make sure. The kids on the computer, they have on headphones, but I can see their screens and I know what they're doing is what they're supposed to be doing. But at the other stations, the game stations, the fine motor station, the big book station, the stations that are around the room, 
I don't want my students being silent. Part of the beauty of stations is that they are interacting and working together. Now, you have to teach them what kind of a voice level to have during that time, though. But some of the games, and we'll get into games, are pretty exciting. They're going to they're gonna kind of lose a little bit of control, but it's okay if you have a little signal um, for them to like, oop, shut it down a little bit. It's okay. You want to encourage their interaction, their appropriate interaction. So therefore, the noise level might get a little high, but I want you to be tolerant of that. Not so high that you can't, that other that kids are getting distracted, that you're teaching, but this is a time that there's going to be some activity going on in your classroom, and that's okay. Okay, so we've talked about setting students up to be independent, how to access the rotation chart, how to set up, how to clean up, how to act with one another. One big thing that you really need to talk to your students about is how to get along with someone, your partner, if you don't think they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, all right? And you have to teach them how to do this because sometimes you'll have a student who knows exactly what to do and they will not tolerate some shenanigans from somebody else. And really what you want them to do is have some vocabulary to talk to that person and then if they're not complying to be able to say, I'm going to go over here and do this by myself. You do you. do you, Okay. And as a teacher, when you see that, you know, because your, your main job is with those, those kids in front of you, that small group. You don't have time, nor should you go over there and referee the little squabble. All right. Give them the tools and the permission to break off during that group time. All right. It's really important that you give them that permission, that autonomy to take control of their own learning. If it's not going how they think it's, it should go, then they need to be able to make the decision to go and be independent themselves. And that's just something that you're going to practice and you're going to model and you're going to role play. And when it happens, the person who was not conforming or goofing off it really gives you some great ammunition, for lack of a better word, to talk to them. Say, hey, this person needed to step away because you were doing this and this and this. That's not okay at station time. All right? So it's another teaching experience for them, how to be independent, how to work with others. And for that one that is frustrated because the their one little friend is not doing what they're supposed to be doing, for them to have not a tattling mentality, but a, I can take control of this situation mentality. I'm going to, I'm going to make this right. I'm going to do my own learning kind of thing. Okay. See why stations are so great. They're great. Okay. If you like today's video on how to teach kids how to behave during station time, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button because we have more videos on stations coming up. My name is Angie, and I was in education for 25 years, so I did a lot of stations. <laughs> did them wrong for a long time and did them right for a while. And I want you to know that the creator of the universe loves you and 
I think you're pretty amazing too. I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, there you go, teacher friends. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you got some tips and tricks to make that station time run smoothly. It's so important to do the the work of teaching those expected behavior uh, behaviors of your students. If they don't know exactly what you expect, they they won't meet that expectation because they don't know. And to model and to praise and to do that hard work up front. Now, I just want to tell you that sometimes you have to revisit some of those expectations because sometimes we forget to reinforce them with a positive reinforcement. And so our students start to get a little lax. And so revisiting, making sure we're praising those uh, behaviors really makes the station time go smoothly. Remember to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, because we have one more station uh, podcast left, and that is the biggest one of all, at least it is for me, the materials. What kinds of games, what kind of what kinds of stations do you put in? And that is a biggie. So make sure you subscribe and do me a solid and share this with another teacher friend. Go ahead and share this with another teacher friend. It helps me out if you also leave a review where you listen to this podcast helps me get this podcast in front of other teacher friends. So if you would do that for me, I would so appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. I will see you next time. Until then, keep rocking this teacher thing. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.